0: Welcome to the Maximus podcast with your hosts Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. We need you guys to get your ass over to the maximuspodcast.com, click join now and join our new Team Maximus app. We did this in conjunction with Ladder. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, it is an upgraded uh, inner circle on steroids for you guys. It's got an incredible chat option, uh, one-on-one access to Joe and I every day. And it's got the workout program that you need to help you be better tomorrow than the person you are today that will help you achieve your goals. So get over to the maximuspodcast.com, click join now, and uh, get your ass in there. And by the way, there's a seven-day free trial so we're not asking for your credit card we're not asking to pay money for something you have no clue what it is try it out for seven days uh if you love it then then join and if not you can fuck off that's cool too yep no tricks no tricks no commitment no excuses get in there that's it all right joe uh it's a new year and i've already heard the complaining from people saying they can't get fit yep they're giving up they're quitting called it (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) this happens every year But I think I've been trying in 2021 to be more understanding of people Mm -hmm. versus just judging them. And I honestly feel bad for people that haven't figured out the whole fitness thing because to a certain degree, yes, they're personally responsible that everyone can get fit. And if you're not, it's on your shoulders. But there's another side of me that really believes People have been inundated with so much garbage information over the past, for God, 50 years, 40 years, 30 years. I mean, however long fitness has been a thing that people are really confused.
1: Well, I I, I feel like there's always like one or two people that are, are really telling it like it is. And then the rest of the industry is just like viciously attacking everything that person says.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. So I thought we could kind of go over the top five myths that people I don't know if these are perpetuated by the fitness industry they probably are yeah a little bit or it's just what people believe because the shit that people believe I mean we've just went through this in 2020 and 2019 and fuck all the way back to 2016 where someone sees something on Facebook or Instagram and they assume it's true yeah like most people's world perspective now comes from memes
1: yeah I mean, pretty much like there's no other way to actually express your emotions than through memes. And I'm as guilty of it as anybody. I like them.
0: Yeah, me too. But I feel like if we can go over these myths, it'll actually help people. So we got five of them. We'll kind of go in order and then and then we'll leave you guys alone. But hopefully you'll get something from this. I know you will if you're going to listen all the way through. But the first big myth, Joe, that I see is that you need a gym. Yep. This this is actually interesting with covid because a lot of gyms got shut down. Mm -hmm. And I think there was two groups of people, people that gave up on fitness because they really believed they couldn't do it on their own because the companies like Lifetime, 24-7 Fitness, like whoever it is, really had these people believing they needed a gym space. I've heard a lot of people say, I don't have a gym, I can't get fit anymore and panic. But then there's a whole group of other people who figured it out without the gym and I don't think they're going back.
1: Yeah, I think the, the whole world has kind of changed in that regard. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like when when the pandemic hit, I mean, everybody, God bless the people of the United States of America, because everybody was like, OK, we need to shut down. We'll shut down. And then it was like, is this going to be like for a day, a week, two weeks? And then it was like, OK, this is going on for a month. And then it when it started to turn to two months is when people really started getting antsy. And then it was like, no, no, gyms are essential and they need to be open. And there was almost this narrative of like trying to convince people that they couldn't possibly manage their own fitness they had to be in a brick and mortar space somewhere and a lot of gym owners were really getting uppity about having to keep their doors shut and and, and I'm not I'm not saying they're right I'm not saying they're wrong you know there there were a lot of industries that kind of got that way uh, but that story was out there and I think people really believe it it's like well I'm gonna be in in quarantine I'm gonna be locked down so I mean you know I'm just gonna drink quarantinis and put my feet up and
0: watch Lord of the Rings on repeat but the re- the reality of joe is is you can give up but the gym's not a special place i mean to no. be honest with you if i was telling you for real i love the gym i like being there i like the people i like to get a i mean i like making shakes at home myself but there's just something mm-hmm. about going to the juice bar and buying a shake somebody no, else the,
1: the, there's like a convenience of it i mean there's the yeah like we, we were out in la we got to go to gold's gym like there's something about walking into a place like that that's just special Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and like every gym has this little thing about it they have their own history their own community there's a sense of like this is a place where you go to get into that so like it's very attractive it's nice to have
0: for sure what was that place in montana uh i can't even remember what it was called it was downtown the guy came to a seminar uh you know back in the day that i taught i can't remember the name of
1: it it was a great place it was a phenomenal gym they had that they had the shake bar right there
0: yeah, it was, was a super nice flavor stuff i wouldn't normally get i mm-hmm. got a little treat i mean that was a fun experience so listen yeah. i like the gym but here's the reality if the gym just shut down i wouldn't fall apart right like the gym for me is fun but it's not essential yeah for my fitness it's not really essential for anyone's fitness and listen I get the gym has all kinds of cool machines. Cause we'll, we'll go down the fitness road apart from the fun road, but like your body doesn't, I don't think it really knows from a yeah. fitness standpoint, whether you're doing bench press on a machine or pushups, like, it's yeah, just, like,
1: like 25 pounds is 25 pounds, right? Like whether it's a kettlebell or a club or a barbell or a dumbbell, it's just, it's resistance.
0: Your kid, so, a couple yeah. of water bottles, like it's just exercise. So if you're listening to this and you don't have access to a gym, that shouldn't be a reason for you to get unfit. I often said this to, to people, Joe, if you woke up and did a max set of push-ups, a max set of sit-ups, a max set of squats or a hundred reps in a row, whatever came first, because that could get silly. Yeah. And went for a mile and a half run as fast as you could, you'd be the fittest person you've ever met in your life. Yeah. Like, by far if that's all you did and by the way you don't need a lick of equipment for that mm. and you could do it at your house and and you're done yeah. like it's just not complicated by the way we should put that workout in our app yeah, we should you know you're what i mean 100 should max sit ups max squats go for a run like yeah. if you did that every day for a year you would be an incredibly fit human being well so. you know, you know the one punch man
1: right his workout Yep. It's like 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, run a 10K. That's it. <laughs> He's like
0: invincible. <laughs> but you'd be the fittest man on the planet. Like yeah. that's just reality, guys. So don't think that you need a gym. Well, put put that in into perspective.
1: perspective. If, you, if you did that, like if that was just like you did that every day without fail, like running a marathon would not – even be that difficult for you no you know what i mean like 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 going to a crossfit gym and throwing down with those guys would not be intimidating like you would be fit enough to kind of keep up
0: oh yeah with it with anybody and doing anything yeah within reason i mean you're not going to be a world champion powerlifter but i'll i'll bet you if you did that you could run a sub three-hour marathon and you could probably deadlift 400 pounds and Mm -hmm. bench press your body weight for 10 like it wouldn't be that difficult but don't get caught up in the whole you need a gym thing and and here's the deal if you feel like you need a gym for fitness you're wrong if you feel like you need a gym for motivation i can understand that more but then you don't just stop working out you need to do some self-work to feel figure out why you're not motivated in the first place like why do you feel like you're not motivated like do yeah some soul searching that's what i would recommend yep uh the the second myth in you know i think in the fitness industry that kind of goes hand in hand with the gym but it can be different is that you need equipment yep because we saw this with covid too there was a shortage on equipment everywhere yeah you couldn't get dumbbells you couldn't get bands you couldn't get i mean you couldn't get anything but the reality is you don't need equipment either Mm -hmm. again if you're just trying to work out to be fit look better naked be a better mom, a better (laughs) husband, be better at sex, uh, be a better lawyer. Like whatever your deal is, you don't need equipment. Now you could make the argument LeBron James kind of needs a basketball to to play basketball. Michael Phelps kind of needs a pool to be good at swimming. If you're a rower, you probably need a rower or you probably need a boat or something like that. But when it's general fitness and you just really want to look and feel good, there's no piece of equipment that's essential. Well, it, it,
1: it comes from that, like that, the all or nothing mentality of like, well, I want to get stronger. So I need to use exactly what the strongest man on the planet uses. You know, I want to be faster. So I have to train like the fastest man on the planet. It's like, you don't need to train like Usain Bolt. Like, that's not your goal. You're not trying to win the Olympics. You know what I mean? Like, you're just trying to be fit. So like, you got to keep that in mind too. You don't need this like super high end, highly specialized, like unique to that individual kind of training program. You just need to
0: move. Well, for sure. And in the spirit of straightforwardness, Joe, I just bought like a $5,000 leg press for my gym, <laughs> like a fucking single well, leg. To be fair, you did get like a good deal on that. I did. Unilateral thing. And mm-hmm. I've got the power lifting. I got all the toys. You know this. yeah. But if I walked in, there's two things with that. If I walked in the gym tomorrow and it was empty, like we got robbed, yeah, classes wouldn't stop. Those would be some strong thieves too. Think about it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. But but we would, classes wouldn't stop. We would still train. Yeah. Number two, despite the fact that I have a world-class gym full of the best equipment on the planet, I do a lot of no gear stuff. Mm -hmm. At this point, you know, Instagram's not a fair, I guess, look into what I do because I don't post everything. But I'll bet you 80% of my program is no gear type work yeah lunges squats jumps uh wall squats bulgarian split squats push-ups sit ups burpees like all the things that is a huge component of my program
1: well i'll be honest too just just it it, after a career of strength training you know where it's like okay i'm gonna do bench press i'm gonna do a bunch of like chest and and tricep accessory exercises i would really want to improve that bench like after a while you just start to gravitate towards that body weight stuff because it's just like i I don't need to to run across the gym grab another piece of equipment do this do that like i can just pop off the bench do some push-ups do some dips like it's it's just real easy to get into it and and then you realize like i mean doing doing dips like on the dip bars is pretty damn effective yeah like you don't need much else than that
0: Who's the guy in New York Hannibal for King that does all the,
1: the bodyweight <laughs> yeah. playgrounds. Yeah. The guys that work out at the playground,
0: right? Yeah. He looks incredible. Like you yep. don't need equipment. So get that out of your head. Equipment might make it a little more fun because it is nice. I get it to go into your basement and have 20 tools to choose from for a little bit of variety, but mm-hmm. fitness is not uh, dependent on equipment. Might yeah. make it a little more fun. It might make it a little more easy. And then when you want to buy equipment, you're not buying $5,000 pieces of things that, that are inaccessible to people. Yeah. You can buy a couple of dumbbells for a change. So when you're walking through the Target, the Walmart, the Sears, if that's a thing anymore, wherever <laughs> is it, it is. I don't even know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when you're walking through and you see a couple of 20 pound dumbbells, you can pick them up and then and then you, you expand your horizons a little bit. No big yeah. deal. Third myth, you have to work out hours a day. And this is one that, that I struggle with, Joe, because I spend hours of my day in yeah. the gym because I like it and it's my job and I train other people. The reality is, though, if you do just 30 minutes a day, if you're willing to go hard for those 30 yeah. minutes, you can build what I call an elite level of fitness. Yeah, and for real. the The reality is duration is the inverse of intensity or intensity is the inverse of duration you just have to work your ass off for those 30 minutes because most people will spend two hours in a gym two hours working out but they don't really exercise for two yeah, hours right between the warm-up and talking to your friends and trying to hit on a cute girl at the water fountain or a cute boy <laughs> uh you know uh playing on your cell phone like Man, there's a lot of times you and I have worked together where we get 30 minutes of work done in three hours because we're just yeah. having fun in the gym. There's a TV <laughs> on the wall. We're enjoying ourselves. You know what I mean? Like That's just reality, guys, but you don't need to work out hours a day. Now, for an Olympic athlete, because you talked uh, about the all or none mentality, yeah. Joe, there is a number. There was a research report. I think it was 2009 by a guy named Steven Seiler, mm-hmm. where he figured out how many hours you need for each sport to go to the Olympics. And yeah. Nordic scheme was 1100. Uh, uh, you know, swimming was 1300. Rowing was 1200. Uh, running was 750. I think it was one of the lower ones and he was able to put together. These are the amount of, you know, hours you need to work out and for, yeah, for Olympic athletes, you need to work out 20 hours a week. So you're working out multiple hours mm-hmm. a day, but how many of you listening are Olympic athletes?
1: Or, or even not, aspiring it, to that, you know what yeah, I, mean? I mean? Like, what, why do you think like you're not going to go from I haven't worked out in 20 years to running in the Olympics? Like, it ain't going to happen. Like, just yeah, be real.
0: You, you don't need to be doing all this stuff so you can get a big time level of fitness, and we're talking big time. Like, what do you guys want out there? You want a six pack abs? Mm-hmm. You want your legs to look reasonable? You want a nice chest. You want some nice arms. Girls want to be more toned or whatever the fuck that means. Uh, <laughs> you want to look better in your Lululemon pants or whatever you wear. Like, I, man, come on. Like, for, for, for the women out there, like, you don't need to work out five hours a day. And so right. you can get stuff done. And it's funny, Joe, because we, we were designing the Team Maximus app uh, for ladder. We decided on 30-minute minimal gear workouts because that was what was going to be the most a the most accessible to people because yeah. the best workout program is a workout program you can stick to and you can do with consistency yeah. and then two it's really effective if you're willing to give a little piece of your soul for 30 minutes mm-hmm. like if you're just willing to work hard that's a great workout we didn't fill it with fluff like right. there's no yeah. we stripped down all the 10 minute warm up, uh, 20 minute cool down, walking on the treadmill, go to the change room, hang out, get a shake. <laughs> Fuck all that shit. It's just you start, you go hard, and you finish. Yeah. End of story. Yep. So you don't need these hours a day. And I've seen people, Joe, make remarkable. There was a woman uh, I worked with in England. She lost 80 pounds just walking k a day which is like 45 minutes and watching your diet so don't be thinking you need to do a bunch of stuff and it can be fun yeah exactly just short the next and this one drives me nuts you have to be super restrictive with diet
1: yeah you got to be on some some catchy diet whatever the latest greatest keto level level seven keto vegan
0: yeah whatever it is (laughs) here's here's the thing though Super restrictive stuff is not going to last, especially with food, because yeah. food is uh, intertwined with our lives.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like, like a it's, social thing, too. You know what I mean? Is, like food goes along with certain events and certain things that happen and you can't just cut all that
0: out. If you're miserable, you're going to quit your program. You've got to have some fun. So people have this idea. you got to be super restrictive. Now, at the same time, you can't eat like an asshole. Yeah, like there's you can't have Pizza Hut every day and McDonald's for breakfast every day and Taco Bell for lunch. Uh, I just saw the commercial with the new nacho fries. They look delicious, by the way, <laughs> uh, It's like some kind of like horror story video. I don't know if you've seen it, Joe. But <laughs> no, I haven't. You can't eat that stuff all the time and just live off Doritos and melted cheese from the side. Well, here, here's
1: what I'll say. You can, but you can't also expect to reach that high level of fitness that you're dreaming about either.
0: I mean, it would be sick and unhealthy. But yeah. But do you have to cut yourself off from everything you love? No, not at all. And here's one of the, I did a podcast with a guy named David Nafield. He's a pretty famous chef, Joe, mm-hmm. uh, the other day. And we were talking about, uh, he was just asking me some questions about calories and food purity and stuff like that. And I think if you ate really high quality food, like he's worked in some Michelin star restaurants. Yeah. If you ate high quality food, from those type of places, it would be almost impossible to get fat. Yeah. Like if you're having real milk, real cream, real butter, real steak, vegetables from a garden, it would be really hard for you to put on weight.
1: Well, I, I think like the, uh, the you know, oleo, margarine, you know, all these, these low fat alternatives to yeah. other foods and what people ended up doing, it's like you would put the the margarine on your toast and then you're still craving that fat. And so now in addition to the toast, you're eating something else to try to fill that craving. Yep. You know, and you end up overeating like ridiculous amounts because you're just you're not getting that thing where you would have been better off just having the the regular butter to begin with.
0: Well, yeah, and, and people go to the place of I can't have butter. Yep. I can't have pizza. I can't have burgers. Well, let's hit the pizza example. You can't have pizza hut. You can't have dominoes. You can't have little let's, seeds.
1: Let's, let's think about this from a human nature, right? Uh, God created the garden and he said, there's one thing you can't do. And that's the one thing that they end up doing, right? So it's like, if you say you can't ever have pizza, that's going to be in your mind. It like plants this little seed. Yeah. And like, you can't, you, you can't win that fight. You're going to lose.
0: But Pizza Joe is not, I guess the point I was getting at. Not all pizzas created equally. Yeah, no, it's true. If you true. go, if you go, what was that place we were in in Beverly Hills? That little Italian place. The two, uh, there's two women that moved from Italy to run it. Two sisters. Oh yeah, it was unreal. that place was amazing, and everything was. We saw made. we
1: saw that fighter there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was that Russian guy. He no, had Zan his Russo. whole, like, yeah, he had his whole entourage. That was amazing.
0: <laughs> everything was made by hand. If mm-hmm. you eat that pizza that she makes that's a very different effect on your body than pizza Hut. Yeah. and by the way oddly enough anybody if you put that pizza in front of them that was made like the ingredients were imported from italy the flour was milled by a you know hundred year old monk that <laughs> you know put holy water on it like if that's what you're eating anyone would rather have that this is my point. Anyone would rather have that pizza than pizza hut. Like if they were given a choice, but they just end up at the pizza hut. Like there's a, there's a place in Salt Lake city. I love called pizzeria tasso Joe. And it's got like the wood oven outside. Mm -hmm. Everything's made from scratch. It's fresh basil grown in their own garden. The cheese is super high quality. They use it from a deli in town. It's really good. Ah, fuck. But the little Caesars is right down the street. Like this is, and and, and this is the
1: joke, right? Is, is that, is that hot and ready? Good. Well, it's hot and it's ready.
0: (laughs) Right. So, but people just say, well, I can never eat pizza again. No, that's not true. You can't eat processed garbage burgers. You you can have a real good burger. That's grass fed, grass finished Mm -hmm. with an egg on top and real cheddar cheese, maybe carry. I I
1: say, put the, put the work into the food. It's always worth it. If you make your own burgers at home, like even if you get like already ground up burger and you actually like make the patties and you can put your own like seasoning in them and you grill it on your burger and you put like actual ingredients on it. It's always going to be better than what you get at a fast and food restaurant.
0: And it's delicious. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I was talking to, talking to the chef David about, though, was it was it's funny how it plays out if you sent a person to a Gordon Ramsay restaurant, like one of his Michelin star restaurants or mm-hmm. whatever other famous chef that you, you love, you go to a cat Cora restaurant, right? Cause we love cat. Yep. And you look at the appetizers list. It's not like you're going to ask the waiter, excuse me. I noticed there was no Sour Patch Kids or Cheetos <laughs> or, or the appetizers. Can you just, instead of this, can you bring me a bowl of Doritos? No one would ever fucking do that. That's not what they would choose. But when they're at home, that's what they do. So you can eat the good food. You just have to, people are always shocked with my Instagram. Oh my God, you eat chicken wings. Yeah, I do. But they're on the Traeger and they're smoked. Yeah. And they're free range. Okay. Well, what about steak? Well, yeah, there's a big difference between the steak I bought that's quality Mm -hmm. than going to Sizzler or, you know, going to Quiznos for a steak sandwich, (laughs) right? or you eat pizza sometimes. Well, sure I do, but it's the highest quality stuff. So you don't have to be super restrictive. You just have to be selective with what you put in your body.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's, there's even like a practical thing. I remember, uh, I think it was Ben Greenfield had this video where he was, uh, out in the woods collecting like walnuts and then it was like, he actually went through the work of like opening up walnuts and like he had, yeah. I mean, you got to smash them with a rock and like try to open them up and then collecting like a, just a handful and then you're eating it. And he was like, honest to God, like the, the amount of work it took to get this small handful of walnuts, like I probably spent more calories than I'm eating. He's like, but people will be like, oh no, I'm on the paleo diet and they'll head down to the supermarket and they'll buy like the pound bag of walnuts and then just sit there and munch on them. And it's like your your energy in and out doesn't match here. You know, it's yep. so like you have to think about if you put effort into your diet, like you're actually putting energy into it as well. And you can get a little bit more out of it. And the flip side of that, too, like the other benefit of it, rather, is that the food is just so much better. It's better for you. It's better tasting. It's more filling. It's yep. worth that effort.
0: And by the way. You can still have walnuts. So if you're listening yeah. to this, don't think like, well, we can't have walnuts. So just don't eat the whole fucking bag. Yeah. Have a couple of them, toast them with some salt and have it with some raspberries or blueberries or like, yeah. little Super bit good. Of peanut butter. like it's not that difficult. Peanut butter is another one. Peanut butter makes me fat. No. <laughs>
1: Eating a Sticky, jar of peanut butter.
0: Hippie <laughs> peanut butter yeah. may be fat. The stuff with the hydrogenated oil, the real peanut butter. Yeah. And you can try this at home. Take a bunch of peanuts And a little bit of salt and blend them up in like a Blendtec blender or a Vitamix blender. You can make your own peanut butter. That peanut butter doesn't make you fat. It's the garbage you get, like Jiffy or Skippy or... Well,
1: but I don't like that kind of
0: peanut butter because, well, because it doesn't have a ton of sugar in it. (laughs) That's the difference. It's not that hard, Joe. Jam. You buy the jam with all the fake sugar in it. How about you just use, I don't know, some raspberries a little bit of cane sugar or agave or maple yep. syrup and make yourself a little jam on the stove like a compote or whatever it's just not that difficult all right sorry i was getting distracted by my little guy he's uh, <laughs>
1: i can tell i know what's going on
0: having a hard time like, with the
1: pan- Ma- max max is taking a nap and in uh, my wife megan she needed to step out and she's like what if he wakes up while you're recording I'm like, you clearly haven't listened to an episode of the podcast since <laughs> okay. both the boys have been home with poppy. But
0: that's, and by the way, <laughs> the, the, the other myth that we could add, because this isn't one of ours, but it's, it could be added to this, is that you can't get fit with kids. You can yeah, do anything right. with kids. And by the way, COVID's taught everyone that. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of corporations thought people wouldn't be able to work at home because they're kids, and they just figured out people were more productive at well, home. Well, I'll
1: tell you what, when, uh, when my wife and I, when we got pregnant with our first, I, I called up a friend of mine who's a nutritionist. And she said, uh, you know, what's your goal? And I said, (laughs) sympathy weight is bullshit. Like, Mm -hmm. let's get lean. (laughs) (laughs) What's it? Just got to put the work into it.
0: Yep. Just got to get it done. Okay. Fifth and the final myth. You can do it by yourself. Now, this is kind of tongue in cheek because I do do it by myself. You do do it by yourself, Joe. Yeah. But I was talking to my wife last night. I'm a rarity. Like mm-hmm. I work out every day, twice a day. Uh, someone was asking me like, how the hell have you managed to work out twice a day for 27 years? And I was, I was just honest. I said, I'd like to tell you it's dedication. I'd like to tell you it's cause I really care. It's honestly cause I really enjoy it. Like how you feel about golf. That's how I feel about working out how you feel about video games. That's how I feel about working out how you feel about watching a basketball game Mm -hmm. or whatever that's how i feel like working out so really it has not been hard for me because when i wake up i mean i've I've stayed with you before and you stay with me it's like we wake up what are we going to do today let's go work out like it's Mm -hmm. just an easy thing to do but i realize that's an absolute rarity i'm one in a thousand most people do not feel that way about working out yeah
1: well and i I think too like our life paths led to this you know what i mean Like just kind of where I came from, you know, like I was on this Taekwondo team and I was absolutely obsessed with the sport, you know, and it's like, you don't, you don't just let go of that. You know, you get used to that, get up early, work out, come back later, work out again. Like it just becomes like necessary part
0: of your life. And it becomes easy, but for most people, they don't feel like that and to get them to work out even twice a week or three times a week Mm -hmm. is a huge win. Yeah. So the myth is you can do this by yourself. You can white knuckle it. You can all of a sudden learn to be dedicated or disciplined. And that's yeah. just not true. You
1: just Yeah. It's just flip a switch. I have discipline. I'm going to stick to this. I've got a plan. I'm going to eat 500 calories a day. I'm going to do 2000 pushups a day. I'm going to run 10 miles a day. Like, no, you're not. No, that, that, sure. that kind of plan lasts about five minutes.
0: Yeah, for sure. And this is why this is timely. It's, it's uh, we're recording this the end of January. Mm -hmm. It's going to drop in the next couple of days or whatever, but um, this is why people have quit already because they've tried to white knuckle it. I'm starting January 2nd. I'm going to get some, I'm going to, I'm going to wake up at four 30 in the morning and I'm going to crush my soul. (laughs) No, you're not, you're going to quit because you're not going to have fun and you need, you need absolutely a support group. Yeah. Like I love Jocko Willink and I love his message and I love his stuff, Mm -hmm. but there's only one out of a thousand people, maybe one out of 10,000 that is actually going to wake up at 430 in the morning to do the work. Yeah, like that's just it's so you can't do this shit by yourself. You need a supportive community. It's one of the reasons why CrossFit gyms can be so beneficial. Yep. Uh, F-45, you know what? It's funny. I, I drive my kid to school and we always stop at this place called Koopla Coffee. Mm-hmm. and next door to it there's an f45 fitness i like to sport in local places yeah. we get up a little shake we you, you know anyway uh there's always like a group of people in there working out and they look like they're having a blast yeah that is something i would wake up to go to because it looks fun mm-hmm. playing like you know some pretty hip music uh there are just people dancing in there they're smiling they're laughing it's high energy you need a community. Well, now what happens if you're at home and you ain't got no community because all the gyms in your neighborhood are shut down? Well, you better look for something online. And, yeah. and funny enough, with our, uh, with our app that launched, the chat is on fire. It is. It's people ridiculous. are talking like crazy. And there's a been, I mean, I don't know, Joe, 50 comments over the last few days of people that have said, I wouldn't have worked out today but I logged into yep. the app and everyone else is working out, loving it. And I did it too. Yep. That's a huge win. That's, I mean, that's the best part of that type of community. So you're not restricted if you don't have a gym in your neighborhood, or maybe you don't like the vibe of the gym in your neighborhood, man, there are so many online options Yeah, for you. And, and I mean, I would go with us to be honest with you. You can get it at the Maximus Podcast.com. Click join now and get in on it. The other one is ladder.fit forward slash team Maximus, mm-hmm. whatever. But um, I would get in on that because it solves a lot of these myths. You don't need equipment. It's 30 minutes. You have a great group of people like that's what you guys need. But stop falling into the idea that you got to have all kinds of fancy stuff.
1: Yeah, this this notion that like, you know, one day the, the moon and the stars and the sun will all align just right. And then finally, I'll be able to focus on my fitness. Like, let's face it, that's not going to happen
0: yeah, because
1: when that day finally comes, you're going to be like, you, you'll distract yourself with something else. Well, so like, you got you to gotta, you gotta get that out of your head and you got to recognize, like, look, this is not something that I'm just going to like the, the, the very last rule. I'm not just going to like white knuckle my way into fitness. I'm not going to be able to do this alone. I'm going to need people who are there to hold me accountable. Right. And, and I've found personally in my life, if I help other people, it really motivates me to help myself. Yep. You know, so part of me being a coach is also me holding myself accountable, because if I'm in this chat every day, giving people advice like I sure as shit better be taking it myself. Oh, because yeah. it's it's meaningless if I don't do it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, there's our myths. Get some. I mean, honestly, like if you're listening to this, don't let anything hold you back. Fitness isn't for the elite. It's not for people with equipment. It's not for people with a ton of time. If you really, and, and I mean this joke, if you can just put in 30 quality minutes a day, you can completely change your life.
1: Bobby, there is a movement going on right now in this country, right? And yeah, I'm talking about GameStop. The little guy... Is taking on the big guys, right? This is a huge thing right now. The big guys don't 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 want it. it. They're getting their their butts kicked. (laughs) They are losing at their own game to a bunch of like Cheeto eaten video game players. Like, it's awesome.
0: There's been been, this is like way off topic of the podcast. There's a whole thing because Robinhood suspended trading. (laughs) And then I guess somebody launched a class action lawsuit against them. So now they're allowing trading again. And it's like, there's a lot of legality stuff going on here, like some shady shit. But let's
1: let's let's embrace this. We are the little guys. We are the, the people low on the totem pole. We're not the elite, you know, highly paid professional athletes. You and I aren't going to the Olympics this year. You know, like we're the low guys down there who are like, hey, I want to be fit, too. Well, guess what? Grab that. Take ben, that. Make it ben. your thing. They don't get to decide who gets to train. They don't get to decide who gets to be fit. You do. So
0: own that. And by the way, on that note, Joe, because I like your passion, mm-hmm. nobody's looking out for you. No. Like the government, like when they decide to shut down gyms, because for some, listen, don't get me started on this shit, but gyms are <laughs> not essential, <laughs> but liquor stores are. Fuck off. <laughs> it's just, it's just
1: it's the in- inequity of it all. You know what I mean? And then the other thing is watching some like fat, out of shape politician trying to decide whether gyms should be open or not. Like, other, dude, you don't know the value of it. Like,
0: get out of here. The other thing I love with that is is I can have 900 people in a casino, but not 50 people in a gym. Like, beat it. Yeah. So anyway, go to the MaximusPodcast.com. Join now. Get access to the Team Maximus app. Dispel all these myths and turn yourself into the best you that you can be. Because you're the last of a dying breed.